Hi, I'm Gertrude Keesley, and this is Kingdom Consciousness. Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come, Matthews 24, 14. Before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom in its final form, the gospel of the kingdom must be extended throughout the nations of the world. In order to preach the gospel of the kingdom, we as kingdom citizens must understand the kingdom of God. Before we can become custodian to the keys of the kingdom, we must first experience kingdom living. In the past, much emphasis has been placed on the life and ministry of the king of the kingdom jesus christ and rightly so but not enough emphasis has been given to the gospel of the kingdom jesus told the religious leaders of his time ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for ye neither go in yourselves neither suffer them that are entering to go in matthew 23 13. It was this gospel of the kingdom that was the central purpose of Christ's life. He began his earthly ministry by declaring the arrival of the kingdom. That's, you can find that in Matthew 4.17. He ended his earthly ministry by speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom, Acts 1 and 3. In between the beginning and ending of his earthly ministry, the emphasis was on the kingdom. Luke 4.43 says, And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. The kingdom of God was the greatest concern of Jesus. His teachings and parables focused on the kingdom. His miracles were a demonstration of the kingdom of God in action. The phrases kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are used over a hundred times in the books of Matthews, Mark, Luke, and John. We will explore the distinctions between these two. We are told to seek first the kingdom, to pray for it and to preach it. We are told how to enter the kingdom and taught that residency in it requires a new lifestyle. God is equipping his citizens to become kingdom minded so that we can understand the business of the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of the king. Everything about us is royalty, but we must first adopt the mind of Christ in order to understand what that actually means. We cannot have a poverty mindset and expect to grasp the reality of how much God desires for us to prosper. But there is a greater purpose than just understanding kingdom principles. Citizens must go beyond mere knowledge of the kingdom 
to actually experience it and make it the central purpose of our living. So I invite you to come and go with me as we explore this most exciting, interesting, and eye-opening subject. Good afternoon and God bless you. Today, we are speaking to you from the subject, Heighten Your Spiritual or Kingdom Consciousness. 1 Corinthians 15, 19 says, If, if in this life, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. As Christians running this race, we should be seeing ourselves beyond this earthly kingdom because we can leave this world at any time. So going by that mindset, all genuine born again Christians are not citizens of this earth, but of heaven. In the lead scripture, the Bible is making us to understand that if our hope in Christ is not beyond this earth, then we are miserable people. But by the grace of God, our hope is to spend eternity with him. In all circumstances, our life should project Christ. We should exhibit standard behavior that would provoke unbelievers around us to seek to know Jesus Christ and to accept him as Lord and Savior. Matthew 19, 28 says, And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. The fact that the believers are heavenly citizens by faith while still on earth, having followed our Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to be part of the regeneration that will take place when the Son of Man sits on the throne to deliver judgment. The word regeneration is translated from the Greek word meaning new birth, renewal, or recreation. However, in the context it's used in the scripture we spoke of, it refers to the recreation of the social order and renewal of the earth. Again, the believers will be part of the jury judging the tribes of Israel, as well as all other tribes of the world. Our Lord's prediction discloses how the fulfillment of the promise in Isaiah 1 and 26 will be met when the kingdom is set up. The kingdom administration over the Israelites and indeed the entire people of the world will be through the apostles in accordance with the ancient theocratic judgeship. 
by the grace of God, official roles have been assigned to believers in the heavenly kingdom. It's therefore expedient that we make adequate preparation that will guarantee our taking up our duties. Jesus Christ is coming back to rapture the saints. That's why the Bible says in John 14, 1, 3, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. According to this scripture, Jesus has gone to the heavens to prepare a place for believers. There are many mansions, but selected ones will be furnished to his taste to enable the believers or the church and indeed his bride to occupy with him as the believers are to stay with our Lord Jesus Christ after the rapture has taken place. Hallelujah. By looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, our kingdom consciousness has been heightened and we keep on running the race to ensure success at the end of life on this planet earth. It's written in Hebrew 11, 13 through 16. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came from, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared, listen to this part, he has prepared for them a city. Mm. The world we are living in has nothing worthwhile to offer. Therefore, believers are seeking a better country where peace will take the center stage as there will be no corruption, no rigging of election, no power failure, and no senseless killing of innocent people. Believers are seeking a better country where there will be total restoration of the theocratic system of government that was in place in Israel prior to the institution of monarchy. Every genuine born against Christian while living in this present world should be faithfully seeing himself where God is the Father and believers are the sons and daughters of the kingdom. If you are living your life conscious of heaven, you should be living your life according to God's will. Believers are in a miniature kingdom of God on earth. 
Our focus is in heaven, and we live lives in accordance with heavenly standards. Amen. If you are yet to come to this level, probably you are still engrossed in the pursuit of earthly possessions. There is need for immediate change of mindset as we look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You should seek God first and be mindful of the things of God. That's why the Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Grace is still available for anyone to come to Christ with a view to making heaven their home. There is an urgent call for repentance in preparation for the rapture now that grace is still available. Whatever sin you are into, repent. Christ is knocking at the door of the heart of every unbeliever, asking for the permission to enter. If you allow him today, you will become a child of God and you will begin to live your life according to God's will. That's when you become conscious of heaven and faithfully believe that as the trumpet sounds, you will be among the saints that will make rapture and by implication heaven in Jesus' name. Remember, in John 3, there was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that there are the teacher come from God that no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with them. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Amen. Most people today are familiar with the term born again. It has become so popular that it's used for all kinds of situations that have nothing to do with the way the New Testament uses it. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, ruler of the Jews, member of the Sanhedrin, the council of 70 men who ran the religious fairs of the nation and had religious authority over any Jew anywhere in the world. So it was amazing that he would come to Jesus at all because the Pharisees regarded themselves as superior to other men in spiritual matters before God. However, Jesus said he cannot see the kingdom of God. The common explanation that is given of the word see in this passage is enjoy or share in. Accordingly, it's considered synonymous with enter or experience. It's true that sometimes to see denotes to enjoy or to suffer as suits the nature of the object seen. Therefore, to see death, for example, is used for to die, to see life, for to live, to see good days, for to enjoy good days, or to see corruption, for to suffer corruption. What it often implies 
is to perceive, to discern by the eye of the mind. The man who is not regenerated or born again of water and of the spirit is not capable of perceiving the reign of God, perceiving the reign of God, perceiving the reign of God, though it were begun. In other words, his consciousness has not been heightened to the point where he can fully understand what God's reign is all about. Although the kingdom of the saints on the earth were established, the unregenerate could not discern it because it's a spiritual, not a worldly kingdom and capable of being only spiritually discerned. And as the kingdom itself would remain unknown to him, he could not share in the blessings enjoyed by other subjects, and he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Please note, Nicodemus had recognized him as Lord on the evidence of his miracles. He believed him to be a teacher come from God, but made no mention of his being the Messiah or of his reign upon the earth. He believed Jesus was a successful teacher because God put his seed of approval on him by doing miracles through him, Jesus, we're talking about. However, his consciousness had not been heightened sufficiently to enable him to understand exactly who Jesus was. Jesus answered, observing that unless a man be enlightened by the Spirit, implied in being born again, he cannot discern either the signs of the Messiah or the nature of the kingdom. Jesus is referring to being born from above, the second birth. This is the only way to enter the kingdom of God. There's no other way you can experience the kingdom. But even after that, friends, you must allow the Holy Spirit to heighten your awareness, to heighten your consciousness to his consciousness. That's why it's imperative that every genuine born-again Christian, while living in this present world, here and now, must be faithfully seeking daily to heighten his kingdom consciousness in order for him to see, to enjoy, or to experience the kingdom of God while still here on earth. God bless you and have a wonderful week.